Hello, welcome to Trying Times, the show where we talk about some times in life that feel, I don't know, trying? (laughs) That was a good, strong intro, a very good start to this episode. My name is Carmen, I'm a creator in my mid-twenties who loves all things film, TV, music, and art, and I basically wanted to create a space for people to be able to come to just chill, listen, and kind of just feel like they're chatting with a friend over the phone after a long time or maybe after a little while. So hey friend, this is like a huge catch-up session and if this is your first time here, let me be the first to welcome you and say I hope that you're able to have a laugh or let out a sigh or just hang out here as you listen, whatever it may be. I hope it can provide some sort of a comfort or just like a chill zone for you and if this isn't your first time here, Welcome back, and oh my god, do we have so much to catch up on. So yeah, let's just get into it. I recently talked about homesickness in an episode, and all of the kinds of signs or indicators of this plague of a feeling, that's the only way I can describe it, genuinely when it hits, at least for me, it can be really aggressive and really strong, literally feels close to, I don't know, saying a plague is very dramatic, but it does feel very close to that, I feel, I could assume. Anyways, moving on. So, in so many ways, like I said in that episode, it can hinder an individual's experience in life, their quality of life, or especially during an important and transitional time in their life. Kind of doesn't really just hop on for no reason, really. That's how I like to think of it. It happens for a reason, and uh, yeah, it can take away from things. So generally, sometimes with transitioning, there's a lot of uncertainty that surrounds a situation. And if you're anything like me, or generally a human with feelings, you know, anything in between, a situation with any degree of uncertainty can feel a little nerve-wracking, and that's okay. But on the other hand, there can be so much beauty in the unknown, which I think is a huge thing that I don't focus on enough, and maybe there's many of us that don't focus on that enough. I think generally without having guidelines, you can't have a huge amount of expectations. I mean, you could, like I have before, I'm not gonna lie, and be a hypocrite here, but it can't be so specific, if that makes any sense. So with that, anything could come as a surprise and be exciting, or generally pleasant, I'd like to think. And that's what we're going to focus on today, by the way, just making moves and the overall beauty in the unknown. I feel like I have a certain amount of discomfort talking about this because it's going to be a huge, like, preaching to the choir moment, but more so, like, preaching to myself, so it kind of hopefully sticks, so we'll see how that goes. So to give a better and more personalized experience as an example, I wanted to talk about my very first time moving away. Actually, I might be lying. The first few times I moved away from home was for university, and my school was about an hour away from home, so this is my first time moving across the country that I'll be talking about. Anyone good with geography here, I'm from near Toronto in Ontario, and I moved from there to Vancouver in British Columbia. If you're not good with geography, like me, I'm, I'm not really good with any of that, that's about a four-hour flight, and something I've never before experienced. I should preface it with the fact that I am a homebody, in case you haven't learned that from previous episodes, so leaving home for vacation is totally cool with me, or for a weekend, like anything short-term is cool, but anything longer than a few weeks, I'm sort of like, uh, yeah, I miss home now. So I flew four hours and moved to the other side of Canada for a total of four and a half to five months in time. That was including like breaks in between where there were holidays and stuff, I got to come home. So yeah, that was overall the timeline. And 
generally this is a thought was absolutely terrifying but also very exciting because it was for a work experience that was something I had never done before and something that I really really set my sights on and something I'd really wanted to try and learn from and so being that it was something I'd never done before and it was fully pulling me out of my comfort zone like I think that was just generally something I very much needed but also was still genuinely very scared of as it was happening. It's a weird conflict of emotions I was going through. And so as I was moving, I had a decent understanding of where I was going, what reason I was going for, how long I would be relocated. And I think in most instances, if you can answer that sort of who, what, where, when, why, or how type of question, you have a good amount of insight as to what you're getting into and what you're doing, like what you're signing yourself up for. And I'm very much the type of person who likes to be fully aware of what's going on and even then I still feel like I don't have enough information on what exactly is happening or what could happen I mean you could never be prepared enough you know what I mean but I'm very much a planner I like to plan a lot I think that in part explains a lot of my character and the conflicting feelings I was having and, and that kind of thing so to a degree for me moving out of the province or I guess in other terms across the country can feel like I'm venturing out into outer space without the necessary tools or proper equipment like I said you can never be prepared enough because you never know what's going to happen right and so I know generally that's like a very dramatic statement to make that like I felt like I was traveling into outer space without necessary tools or proper equipment but being that it was my first time really leaving also my first time flying alone I just want to put that out there it just felt so intense and so I'm sure if you're also a planner and like to sort of exhaust all options before taking a leap, like you understand that feeling. And this is kind of random, but I thought about it a couple days ago. Just this idea of how instead of being like, how do I feel right now? And thinking of fears and whatnot, which is what I often like to do. Just being open-minded and taking a leap of faith type thing is really, really, really great. I think for your character, for building up you know, your own skills for building up, I guess, stamina to a degree, just so many things. I think it's really beneficial. And this is something I would tell a good friend like, hey, instead of feeling so nervous or worrying about negatives, try focusing on the positives at hand. What in this moment are you excited about? And what are you looking forward to? Focus on those things rather than the fears and just take a leap to do something you want to do. So very much at that point in time, I'm like trying to think of those things. I'm trying to reinstate those things or reinstill those things or whatever the term is. I'm trying to force myself to really think about that. And <laughs> you see, I'm saying this like I'm some sort of like insanely positive person myself and can think of these things, but implementing it into my own life, it just felt near impossible at the time. And sometimes it still does. It's really hard to take that into an account for your own life and put that into action in your own life. But then sharing that with a friend and being supportive for someone else always for some reason feels so much easier to do. And it's because naturally you're there to be supportive. You're there to be encouraging. You're there to be loving and also like protective and respectful to someone else's feelings. But then for some reason doing that with yourself just feels like such a whirlwind, so impossible, I don't know why. So I think the biggest thing so far that I remind myself of often is when I catch myself thinking of all of the things that can go wrong, instead I want to pause and ask myself, what if things go right? What if things are good? So then when a situation arises and I manage to defuse it and things are okay, because guess what? Regardless of what happens, 
things will be okay. It's like a giant reminder to myself of what I had just reminded myself of, but like couldn't process fully. (laughs) So you see what I'm saying? I think in the instance I'm talking about, I was trying out a new job and I worked as a production assistant in a capacity that I had never done before. And there was so much to learn every single day. I was worried at times, not at times, a lot of the time about like, oh shoot, what if I mess up? Oh crap, what if I don't know what to do? And eventually it kind of dawned on me and I was like, wait, you know what? I'm a production assistant. That means I'm beginning. This is very entry level. And when you begin in any industry of any sort, you are always learning everything every day for the first time. So regardless of whether you've been a PA once or a hundred times, I truly think that there is always something new to learn and some tasks can feel daunting at times because they can be new. And I think anytime you're venturing into the unknown, which is what everything new feels like a lot of the time, that can just be daunting generally until you finally do it. So back to that, I guess. Eventually, as I went on in this position, I was becoming accustomed to not knowing what to expect, but accepting new tasks and asking questions if I didn't understand something. And a key note, also, I just want to throw in, communication is very big. If you are starting a job and don't understand something, always know it's okay to ask questions. I think it's always better to ask questions to understand something than to just try something without a full understanding. And in addition to this, I know that mistakes can happen. Know that that is okay. I think sometimes even when you ask questions, you can still make mistakes and it's tough to break out of that because it's just human. We all mess up sometimes and that's fine. I think setting yourself up to a degree to enter something and expect to not make mistakes is also in a sense setting yourself up for failure because you need to do that like you need to make some mistake of some sort to some degree or some capacity or whatever to be able to learn from it and yeah you're trying to learn and understand all these new tasks but also along the way like your life is still happening so as you're doing all this as you're learning all these new tasks you are still very much living breathing and i think alongside of learning work lessons you are very much learning life lessons and to be honest i think that that is very valuable i think it's very important so going off that i want to add that generally as we attempt something new we can sometimes feel a wave of feelings about it as a whole for me at times i was so anxious that i felt resistant because i think it was a fear of failure peeking through all else so again like those mistakes And with that, I was just reminding myself more often probably than I'd like to admit that I'm okay and I'm learning. And I think when you're in a stage of feeling in danger or having that fight or flight mode is the way to put it, reminding yourself that you're okay and you're safe is really important. And so as I was learning and just living and going through all of that, saying those phrases to myself didn't like entirely erase feelings or worries per se but it did keep those wild up and down feelings a little bit at bay which is so important if you struggle to any degree with anxiety which i feel like so many of us do this is a really really important thing to take away and i think a lot of people fear that that might be like problematic or i guess kind of odd to be able to talk to yourself and just be like i'm fine i'm okay i'm safe it's not weird just gonna put that out there. I know a lot of people that do that. I do that often. If you need to take a second in the middle of a work day to like go to the bathroom, go to your car, step outside for fresh air, 
and just like as you're out there i mean you know if talking to yourself actually like physically talking to yourself helps then by all means go for it i would literally just like step out if i needed to get a breath of fresh air and as i'm walking that kind of was like getting rid of some of the anxious energy i had and granted i was wearing a mask so if i was like talking no one would really see which was like a big bonus i think but i would also like say just phrases to myself obviously internally like just in my head and just be like you're fine things are going okay don't worry about this it's all good you're still learning just little phrases like that to kind of help pick up the mood and boost yourself you know i think that's really important a big thing i want to just drop here after saying all of that is that you may feel nervousness or nerves going into something new and i really think that's just a reminder that you're human because it's natural you're going to feel and sometimes you can understand those feelings and other times maybe not because they can feel overwhelming or debilitating to some degree but it's okay that's that's just part of life you know that's just kind of what happens especially if you're trying something new you've never done before it's only to be expected because you don't know what you're entering. And I think that's very natural as a reaction. So I think something someone told me recently is that you should have a de-stress plan. Basically, it could be called anything like a fun plan or a me time plan or even my afternoon routine. Because for a lot of us, afternoons or evenings are when we actually have the time to ourselves. And so it could be called that if you want. And basically what this is, is a plan that would include anything from your hobbies to self-care, to something to listen to that makes you dance, or something to watch that makes you laugh and just takes you out of your own head. That's like a giant sidebar I just wanted to put in there because I think that's something that everyone should have. And it could be this great selection of resources that allows you to center your focus onto yourself every day after having a tiring day or a moment. Could be a great day, but guess what? In the evening you get to come home and then do something you like, which is even better. Anyways, moving along. There's only a couple more things that I want to mention. First is that there is so much that can come from leaving your comfort zone. And that can be really beautiful. It can teach you a lot about a profession, like in this instance of my experience that I'm sharing. But more importantly, it could teach you so much about yourself and what you're capable of. Which again, kind of ties to what I was saying earlier about work lessons simultaneously occurring with life lessons. So I think that's a really big reminder of that. And then on the other hand, I'm fully receptive to understanding the fact that in this exact moment or even in this year it may not be the time for everyone to leave their comfort zone it's like especially after just what this last year and two years have been like for everyone i think that makes sense it's made it a lot harder on everyone i have on multiple occasions had to leave my comfort zone to different degrees to try something and learn and then i've also reverted after that it's in spurts i think it is that way for so many people. So a lot of people are able to do things without fear and keep pushing to go on and not fear so intensely or feel fear so intensely. But there are also just as many people who struggle. We can't really push through as easily. And so just know that if that's how you feel, you're not alone here. A lot of people go through that. I feel like in part, I face that a lot as well. So that's a big thing I wanted to add. And then the last thing I want to touch on real quick is that transitional moments in life are so different for each and every single person so what may be pivotal for you might be terrifying to someone else and vice versa what you might find as a change could be minimal for someone else i think we all think differently we all have different goals and most importantly we all have our own unique personalities like i feel like that sounds so cliche but 
we do we all have our own personalities we all have our own dreams generally in all honesty that's just how life goes i think we can all forget very easily that we're all different so we all move differently and if you don't feel like you're ready for a big leap right now then guess what i commend you for that too because it takes a lot of self-awareness to be able to be aware of the fact that you are not ready for something that someone else might be trying right now that's a big thing we could take away from this is that comparison is definitely the killer of all joy in an instant like this like for example if someone is doing something and let's say they're like moving somewhere for that and that's something that you never dreamt of yourself it could be very easy to compare yourself but again if that's something that you never dreamt of if that's something you never saw yourself doing then it's kind of like a killer of all joy because whatever you're working on whatever you're achieving for yourself next might seem minimal and it's not it's not minimal at all so yeah this one was sort of all over the place and I hope that I ended up making sense because in my head when I started speaking I had a goal but then I sort of took it and like ran with it and it kind of became its own route. I think it found its own way and I got more into the episode and I don't know. It was like a big brain dump so hopefully it panned out and I hope you found this insightful or just nice as a reminder overall because whatever it is you're doing right now or wherever you may be you're doing a wonderful job. Truthfully you're doing a great job and with that I'm ending this now. If you want to continue this discussion, shoot me a message on Instagram at the Trying Times Podcast, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Also, speaking of, there's a really cool new exciting feature that I wanted to bring up. I wish I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but if you want to leave me a voicemail, you actually could do that now. So if you go to anchor.fm slash trying dash times podcast, that was a mouthful. I'll leave that link in the description of this episode for ease of access, but you can leave me a voice message that I could listen to and actually include in an episode in the future. So yeah, if you want to do that, please go ahead. I'd love to actually hear from you. I think that's such a cool, wonderful feature because it's literally like we're talking over the phone. I get to hear what you're saying back. So yeah, please go ahead and do that. If you're interested in leaving a voice message, you can do that. I think that's it for now. So I hope to hear from you and we'll chat soon again. All right, bye.